Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Law of Attraction Roundtable. I'm your host, Gary Temple Bodley. Today, we're going to post another limiting belief workshop. And this is something we do every Saturday in the boot camp. And I thought it'd be helpful for you to all understand how we process limiting beliefs. The way we create our reality is to alter our belief system from limiting to empowering. And so if we notice our limiting beliefs through manifestation events, we have a form that we write down. And in fact, if you like this form, just send me an email, I'll send it to you. Uh, actually, I'll send you the seven-day course that has the form in it. And you can process your limiting beliefs right along with us. When you process a limiting belief, they become less intense because what you're doing is you're proving to yourself that the limiting belief is not true. All limiting beliefs are false. And when you can find evidence to prove them false, they become less intense. And when your limiting beliefs are less intense, the fear associated with all inspiration will also be less intense because when you are inspired to do anything, fear will pop up based on whatever limiting beliefs are around that subject. So I think you'll find this very helpful. And if you'd like to learn more about Joshua, visit theteachingsofjoshua.com. You can send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. And we also have the Joshua Live podcast. Make sure you subscribe to that one as well as this one. So for without further ado, let's get started. So hello and welcome everybody to our new manifestation event training. Very happy you guys are all here. This is wonderful. I want to say I've seen a few processes that people have sent me from the group and they're just so solid. It's so good to see where you guys are going now. There's such a big difference. I really love it. Um, before we start talking about Isa's manifestation event that she sent me a couple of weeks ago, do you guys have any questions regarding the, um, the guidelines? Any comments, any questions, anything that you find difficult or that concerns you? Let's talk about that before we go into, the, um, into Isa's manifestation event process. No question? Nothing? I have a question, Jessica. Mira, hi. Yeah, thanks. Go ahead. Um, I could not, I saw the email from Gary saying that there was an attachment with the um, instruction yeah. that you sent out, but I didn't see the attachment. So. Yeah, and then you it... sent it out later with an oops, you know, forgot the attachment. I'll, I'll make a note. I'll send uh, it. I'll send it to you. Not sure if you, you received okay. it. Maybe he used a different email group. So I'm just going to make a note there. Thank you, Jessica. Sure, of course. Okay. Anybody else? Any questions? No? Okay, good. Then, then I want to share with you what Isa did the other day. And I'm going to share with you not the entire process. She's going to, if she's okay with that, Isa, she's going to tell us about her limiting belief. And then I would, would want to share with you the last questions that she, um, that she answered, you know, um, the questions at the very end, can you now see how this event was for your benefit? If so, how? I want you to see how in depth these additional questions are and how much more helpful it was. So let me see if I can do this now. I want to share the screen. Isa. Would you mm -hmm. tell us what the limiting belief was, if you remember? Okay, so you want me to start with the limiting belief, not the event? Yeah, you can do both. The event and then the limiting belief you identified while I okay. shared this. So the event was um, all morning, one day in the morning. So there mm -hmm. were uh, many things that didn't quite work well, or I did have to do a lot of 
kind of working around to get, make it work. So, um, so the feelings and the emotions that I felt mm -hmm. uh, during this morning was that I felt uh, quite desperate that mm -hmm. this is going to be my new norm. You know, everything kind of struggling and trying to get things done. Mm -hmm. I felt sad that I can't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. That's how I felt. And then I felt overwhelmed that that to-do list, all the things that I had to do was too long for me mm -hmm. to get it all done. Mm -hmm. So all these were negative emotions, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the thoughts that attracted, I kind of like when I try to define the emotions, I say mm -hmm. a little bit of thoughts, but... But basically, I felt like I'm a failure. I don't have a brain for all these things that I'm doing. I don't know what to do. I don't want to do anything of it. And I can't concentrate here. So mm -hmm. it was very, very, very negative. Um, and were you at work there or was this? At home? I was at home. I was uh, getting uh, things done. And, mm -hmm. and I have the perspective that nothing was working well mm -hmm. so i okay. felt these deep negative emotions so i think that's um, something most of us can relate to you know yeah, these moments of just total overwhelming yeah and it was very interesting because you know i, I realized many mornings are like that you know in the past but this time i felt like it's not right to feel like this you know before you think those emotions, oh, they're, they're justified because things are not working the way that you want it mm -hmm. or you think you want it, right? So you kind of justify them and you just go ahead, right? And then mm -hmm. in the afternoon, you take a nap or you distract yourself. But, but you know, the same perspective, it keeps going every other morning or every week. Right. So, right. Um, so it's a recurring manifestation event. Clearly. Yes, yes, mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. So the urge that I have... Um, Yes, I had the urge to control the conditions. And I was surprised because normally I, I don't, or I feel them and then I don't follow them. But this time I really feel, I felt like I have a tantrum, honestly. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> yeah, I felt like a little kid, like I just want to scream. And so what I felt I want to do my, my tantrum was um, to get sympathy from someone else to understand mm -hmm. my difficult situation, right? <laughs> So um, I did take action. Oops, I wrote. Mm -hmm. uh, I texted my husband. Uh, I didn't call him. That was good. I test him okay. and warned him that I was having a tantrum. <laughs> and okay. so he he just sent like a face like worry and didn't call me. Of course, he's very smart. And so I, I <laughs> it's funny. No, I can read that. Uh, I told so you created he, an, a manifestation event for him. <laughs> and he controlled the conditions by not calling you. Yeah. He was avoiding negative emotion right there. Which was good, honestly. So I texted uh -huh. him saying that he needs to be more at home, that I understood his position, but I needed help at home. Okay. Because like, I'm working at home, paying attention to teenager, the house, and my work, and sometimes it gets too much. So uh -huh. he actually um, acknowledged that he needed to be more at home and help, which is strange. It felt like... It's weird that I have to be in that position to actually communicate for him, like with him about what I need. So that that's for another processing uh, time. Good um, realization. It, yeah, yeah, but it was very interesting. So then in the form says, can you identify the belief that triggered the emotion you were feeling? And I wrote, yes. Um, and then 
what is the belief? And actually, uh, this was relatively easy one, I think, mm -hmm. because I have a, it was something very familiar. And for the first time I was targeting, I was like desperate, like, yes, I, I, I can identify what is the limited belief. And the limited belief is that I believe all is wrong. I'm mm -hmm. doing something wrong and I'm not doing this work right. This is very familiar for me. Mm -hmm. like, like I, I can tell this to myself like almost mm -hmm. every day. So okay. and mm -hmm. yeah, Isa, can I just jump in? Just yeah. uh, I want to make sure everybody sees the screen right here with Isa's limiting beliefs that she identified. And I wanted to point out here that so she starts out pretty much understanding what her limiting belief is, but then she continues writing. You know, she goes into it. She just really just throws it all out there so that in the end. She can really assess what's going on here and what she wants to look at. So ultimately, Isa, when you wrote down all of that, at one point you say, why I felt so unhappy because I believe life is just to do things that we don't like so I can get things I want. Okay, yeah. so you felt desperate. She goes back into emotions. She's really all over it again, but just trying, you know, very, very intently to identify what exactly she wants to work on, you know, in mm -hmm. terms of this limiting belief. So you started out with the, your limiting belief, you wrote all this down, and then you still assess that this first limiting belief that you wrote in your first sentence is the one you wanted to work on. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Even though you wrote down, I believe life is just to do things that we don't like so we can get the things we want. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, because I think it's, yeah, it's related. I yes, absolutely. It. Mm -hmm. It's related, but but also I needed to write all that because I needed to to understand, you know, because you need to get all the details, and it's like talking in myself, and 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 now that I go back and I look at them, and I kind of laugh right now because I, I wrote it. I was honest when I wrote that. Yeah, um, and you've processed it, so now it doesn't bother you anymore. Yeah, yeah. And like when I gave the examples, I perceive things are around are not working well. And I gave examples I needed. Like I think I things are not working on myself. And I gave an example at home, you know, mm -hmm. kind of like what we do in our head, but be without acknowledging because that's what we do every day. Like, oh, things are not working, like I, I'm not good, you yeah. know, negative home, self -talk. like uh, like I haven't cleaned the bathroom, is everything is a mess. What is it not? Everything is a mess. Probably could be half a mess, you know. So, mm -hmm. but it, but you always talk to yourself. I talk to myself like that. Mm -hmm. This was the first time that I put it in front of my eyes and say, exactly. "Hey, this is what you're doing every day. That's what you want to do it." And and I point it out. This is victimhood. Like yeah. this is just jump directly into it. Exactly. Uh, so I'm exposing myself. So mm -hmm. uh, and now that I look at it, I think it's all very funny. Uh, yeah, yeah. But but in the moment. You are just in your negative emotion and this is ha this has to come out. You have to reflect on this. And I just love that you come up with so many things. You realize you're in the victimhood mode. At the end, you write all very limiting, deep limiting beliefs. So you just totally reflect it right now and put it down. Yeah. And I do that often myself. And then, of course, we have to decide, okay, which limiting belief do we want to mm -hmm. actually tackle at this point? And you went back to the first one that came to you. Great. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's one, you know, for me, it'll be one that I identified further down, you know, but it's for you to decide. It's for you to feel what is, you know, the right one to work on mm -hmm. at this point. 
Yeah. So, yeah. So I wanted to let everybody uh, see here how in depth this particular question can be. What is the belief? It's not obvious. It's not always obvious to, to identify your limiting belief. So just write everything down that comes and then sift and sort through it and then decide on the one you want to go for. Use one and one only. And that's what you did, Isa, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. And also like, I went back and, and kind of redefine my emotions, trying to explain them, you know, like if I feel mm -hmm. desperate because I feel mundane, you know, kind of get into more of that because that's going to help me later on. There's going to be another morning that things look like they're not working out, right? And mm -hmm. so to understand deeply that emotion, it was just, I would jump into it because after this morning, I felt very physical ill. Like it was just my sinus and my headache, which is like, oh my God, this is too strong. Oh. So, so yeah, so it's interesting. Like there was a, even if there was a physical reaction after all these events. So um, that's what I jump in, into it. Like it was very familiar, but I have to define my emotions. I have to uh, understand them because this maybe is going to be another morning like that, you know, but mm -hmm. it's, it doesn't have to be the whole morning. It could be when it starts, I can jump into it like, oh, well, this is familiar. I remember, mm -hmm. I always feel overwhelmed, desperate. Oh yeah, that's that's just mm -hmm. my perspective. It's not real. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, great. So then you start proving the limiting belief false and you just, again, just write down, you see? Yeah. You've got questions here. So the funny thing is that I know this is just a limited perception. We pretty much all do. And still mm -hmm. we're caught up in that negative emotion and we don't know what to do. And you ask the question, so why I still feel so sad, so bad? And then you just write down what comes and what comes and what comes. And so Isabel did that for a very long time process right here all the way down i see a few things she pointed out appreciative 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 she, so this is what her limiting uh, her inner self guided her to realize it's got to, it's about appreciation it's about appreciation Do you, you know talk, at the end and, and yeah. At, yeah and at the end nothing was wrong honestly and and that when i would i start seeing the appreciation of the each of the events that i thought were not working Mm -hmm. everything was working perfectly people were responding to my question by email like in seconds people were helping me you know people offered me to pay for things you know and 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 it's so interesting that it's just about the perception that you have at the time mm -hmm. you know if i did have this appreciation for everything that morning I wouldn't have a manifestation event, you know, I wouldn't That's feel bad. Exactly right. It's the, the events, the actual events were the same. It's just how I took the events and yes. honestly. How you perceived it. Mm -hmm. and so everything was, honestly, we're incredible fine. We're perfect. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> so in your trying to prove this false, your inner self guided you or called you to, hey, look, appreciate everything that is going right. How can you say anything is going wrong? Look, 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 look. So that's what happened for you, Isa, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, exactly. and, and you conclude in the appreciation mode, there's connection with my inner self, there's joy, there's faith, all is wonderful and will be amazing. So you totally shifted back into alignment at the end mm -hmm. of your process. Mm -hmm. And of yeah. course, everybody will find a different way to get back into that alignment stance. You know, Isabel here or her inner self used the appreciation lure, you know, hey, mm -hmm. Isa, remember? This is about mm -hmm. appreciation. That's what guided her to 
getting back into alignment. And she concludes, therefore, by appreciating everything in the present moment, I'm changing my perspective of, the, of all is wrong. I'm doing something wrong. I'm not doing this work right. Two, all is good. Everything happens for a reason. And the reason is me learning how to be present. Lisa, you know how to be present. How to be eager to feel good at every moment from within, not depending and not being dependent on external factors. So she really concluded that and she feels good. And she, this is how she finishes that, that limiting belief. She's proven it false to herself before she goes to the next questions. And I really want to point that out to you. And I want to put that on your heart, like we say in German, prove it false before you jump to the next questions. And if you can't, in that last paragraph, conclude, just say, hey, I'm not going anywhere at this point but I will revisit it, you know? This isn't really clear to me. I'm not feeling better. Obviously, I haven't regained my alignment. Uh, maybe there's a little bit of relief, but not really. I'm gonna have to revisit it and then go to the next questions. And this is precisely what I wanted to share with you. So Isabella has managed, you know, from feeling really badly to regaining her alignment and feeling good again. How good did you feel, Isa, oh. when you finished that? It was, it was, I felt love <laughs> and, and you will see later what I will, because I really was very eager to go deeper. I wanted to go every question deeper and deeper because I have done this a million times in my life, you know, and I'm just like, you know, this has to stop. And, 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 and it was so beautiful to see the appreciation, the good part of everything. Everything was working perfectly. Like, fantastic yeah so yeah so you will see like i was eager to go deeper and i want to understand it because i wanted to kind of like imprint in myself cemented right cemented yeah this uh, understanding so exactly. in the future later on mm -hmm. i have this new perspective yeah. so so you've fully processed your limiting belief false, which is already an achievement in itself. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. But you're still looking forward to going deeper. Yeah. And that is exactly why these last questions are so very important, because now that you've proved your limiting belief false and you've regained your alignment, you're really connected because that's what alignment is. You're so, aligned with source, right? So I was going to say that that connection. So at this point, when I, when I um, finish, like realize, um, when I when I answer yes, I'm looking at this. Can you see how this event was for your benefit? Yes, that yes, I was feeling very good. But what you said is just the connection, you know. So now I felt connected with the inner being. So I wanted to know what else. What exactly. Else? That exactly. communication, because in that communication, that connection, that feeling is just it's just delicious. It's just, yeah. Now it you're so it's yes. like boom, source, yeah. source, more, 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 yeah. more. So you really want to take advantage of these last questions rather than just saying, oh, yeah, I'm done with my limiting belief. Yeah, sure. I see this is for me done. You know, no, no, no. At this point, when you've managed to prove your limiting belief false, you're connected. You are connected to your inner self's perspective, your higher self's perspective. And you now are in a position to find out even more. Mm -hmm. to get an even higher perspective and so this is where Isa is going so if so now how is this event for your benefit and she realizes today I was able to see better than ever how important it is to set my intentions in the morning it is not true that things are not working well so she's reiterating it but from a different stance now she's just fully enjoying the fact that she can write this now and it is really you can feel it as you're reading this 
all is working out for me, literally, the only thing that just came to my mind that I still think is not right is that I now have half a salary. That's something she was working on. And this to me was fantastic when I saw that because her inner self is now telling her, hey, Isa, this is another thing you want to look at. The fact that you're afraid that you only have half a salary right now. Mm -hmm. And she clearly sees that. So I need to process this deeper in a different form. It's the first time that I'm able to connect differently, the lack of intent with a burst of compliment. And I love, um, I was able to see it so clearly this time. So more information. You see, she's realizing she has to process something. This is her, her inner self talking to her lovingly. Hey, look at this, look at this. Okay, then she continues. Can you now look at this event from the higher perspective and understand why it came to you when you did and why? Yes, I can. And she doesn't leave it right there. She continues and she's being, she's connected to her inner self. Like right now she's essentially channeling. That's how connected she is. So she says, I've been having weird dreams and I felt something was missing. Today in the morning, I forgot to adore where I was, my present moment. This is powerful vocabulary even, you see. This is her inner self speaking, you know, telling her that. In fact, she is now her inner self. I didn't set my attention, meaning that she didn't remind herself that she was the creator of her reality. And I didn't, she didn't intend how she wanted to feel. She wanted to feel relaxed, eager, appreciative, in love with all. This is the missing part in my dreams and in the, uh, in, in the waking hours. This is what I asked my inner being the other day to help me see what is missing and how to be a deliberate creator. And, and it goes on and on. So she's journaling, but she's completely connected there to the point where she's now realizing the missing part is basically intent. So she got new information here. The missing part for her at this point, for her, and that is why she had the limiting belief and she had this manifestation event, was that she wasn't practicing her intentions for the day. And, and this is brand new information that she's getting in the second question. This could have come um, above as she's proving her limiting belief false, but she, as connected as she was, that information, information was missing and she's getting it now. In fact, she realized the missing part in all of this is her intention, her setting the intent for the day. And then she gets a massive uh, information right here. When I set my intention of what I want to feel, what I want to be, then I deliberate, deliberately create the future that I want. That's pure Joshua right there. But it's her knowing. And at that point, it's completely irrefutable for her. Jessica, I want to say yes. something. Uh -huh. so it's interesting because um, when you allow yourself to write in that connection, which I, I, I understand and like, it's a other type of meditation you're connected. Mm -hmm. You know, when I wrote that, that, that is uh, highlighted when I set my intention is what I want to feel that I honestly can't quite remember writing it. You know, it's kind of like, it's mm. not me writing it and it, then right. and then when I'm surprised, then what is I wrote later? Whoa, I knew this but I never understood. That's that's me, you know, kind of like oh yes. surprised why I wrote that. So it's very interesting to when when you get into that point, you're like, oh wait a minute, this is kind of cool. Like wow, like yeah, you yeah, surprise yeah. yourself that you exactly. were able to write this. Exactly, yeah. exactly. You will get these nuggets, these gems that you have no idea where they just came from, but they mm -hmm. came from your inner self because you're mm -hmm. so connected at this point. 
-hmm. And so, and then, and then you go back to being yourself. Whoa, look at that. Where did that come from? I knew this, but now for the first time, I'm really understanding it. So there's more information coming. And then there's another question. Can you appreciate the event from where you are now and why? More opportunity to hear mm -hmm. for the first time in your life consciously what your inner self has to say. And Isa goes, yes, definitely, yes. I'm now curious to see how I will set those intentions now. So she's projecting, she's looking forward, she's eager for the next time, you know, next time something like this happens, she will be so much more prepared, okay? And she defines again, I know that every morning doing the homework, we set intentions, but this is different. She understands that this had to happen as soon as I woke up even before she opened her eyes, so that this could be her new norm. So even in dreams, I'm sticking to my intentions of feeling amazing. So of course, these are all very personal realizations and very personal um, explanations. We don't fully understand them as we read them, but to Isa, they make all the sense in the world. And this is all new and it feels fantastic to be writing that. Wouldn't you say, Isa? Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I was reading and and I was like, wow, <laughs> I, I read it again and I, I, I get like, and, and the nice thing you have it written like this is that I can go back like those days that you are like a little bit like fun and you go back and, and because I wrote it, it is just almost instantly shifting me exactly. to a better feeling. And, and, and I love it. And, because you wrote it and it's yeah. not just words we read on paper, Joshua mm -hmm. or Gary. No, you wrote it, which mm -hmm. makes it irrefutable. To yeah. yourself yeah. there's no there's no way avoiding it there's no way arguing out of it you know yourself out of it from your ego's point of view no this is me this is my knowing i'm taking it back in and now we come to the very last question and yes again you see she's elaborating she's defining it why because this is the opportunity to create and the reality oh how sweet as jessica said today during the coaching call mm -hmm. yes i've really come to the point of understanding that whenever I have a manifestation event now, yes, it bugs me, but yes, I'm at least now I'm fully aware. Okay, manifestation event equals I got a limiting belief equals I can prove it false, meaning that I can now create a preferred reality. This happening to me, I dislike it very, very much, but this is my present from the universe because now with this, I can create a preferred reality and I will focus on that. And it has been working. I, I am becoming in the early stages still, but I am becoming a deliberate creator thanks to my manifestation events and how I process them. That's why like uh, this proves that things are for you, you know? Yes. And, and, and so I, the appreciation that every moment, I, when I go back in the feeling in the morning, I don't see it like, like, the, like a victim, like I was initially. I'm seeing it like with love, actually. It's just, oh, this is awesome. And I'm, looking forward what else and i'm having some homework i'm processing other things mm -hmm. and it's taking me longer than ever but but every time that i sit and i'm able to get into that mood of writing and surprising myself it, i understand it but it just it just the the process becomes a process of loving what happens exactly. no matter what yes. and it's all so it's not accepting because you have to be positive and i think you know you're accepting because you know intellectual feel acceptance. Yeah. yeah no there's no intellectual acceptance. it's mm -hmm. just the feeling that always good and and, and it's for you yes learning yeah exactly exactly now my questions to you out there um who read these if you were to read isa's answers to these questions 
not knowing what her limiting belief was, would you consider that this is a successful process that she's definitely in a good place at this point? If you were to read this process, let's say if she had shared this with you, would you have been convinced or does it feel like she's kind of making it up that she's not really believing it herself? You probably haven't read it, read, read it all the way through, but I can tell you, I bought it. When I read Isa's process and she sent it to me, I'm like, yeah, she, she's good. She did that. I am convinced. And if I'm convinced, then her ego is convinced. And mm -hmm. the limiting belief was really, the, the intensity of that limiting belief has been drastically reduced. And that's what we want to achieve. That's what this process, that's where it allows us to get to. Did anybody you want to say something? I'm not seeing the screen. No, you're all good. Okay. Um, I can just. Sorry, go ahead. This is Karen. This is Karen talking, and I can just concur. Um, as she was talking and going through um, how mm -hmm. she went through trying to um, change that limiting belief, um, mm -hmm. it was helping me with um, also. You know, when I get in that do that again I can I have a better understanding yes. and uh, I can just see it helping me already you oh, know, fantastic so yeah 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 see that's why it's important we share our processes and everybody's going to go about it slightly differently based on you know their personal inner self and what information might be most useful at this point so your inner self knows it but ultimately we want to go deep we want to elaborate we want to see what else the inner self has to say and why and we just want to go on and you can say okay what else is there anything else come on let me know especially at this very end um i i wanted to share is you know isa's process which i thought was absolutely beautiful because these last questions we just tend to avoid and ignore but the connection has now been established if you were able to prove it false, which is not always the case. But if and when you do get there, that's when you want to milk it. That's when you want to just go say, okay, now tell me more, tell me more, tell me more. And if you do type it up on the computer, you can create a little library that you can just refer to, you know, when, like Isa said, when things happen again, okay, let me see, how did I feel then? How did I manage to shift? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Mm -mm -mm. And that shift now can happen in five minutes as opposed to how long did it take you, Isa? Do you remember? It was the whole morning? The, no, the, the process itself. Oh, the process. Ah, I think it took probably a couple hours. A couple a of hours. More. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And, okay. I, and I, I said, and then, um, no, I think I did it in one sitting, which is surprising because these uh, kind of deep manifestation events take me days, but this was, was uh, one that I was able to get it done. And I think because I felt physically ill, I mm -hmm. felt like I needed to get it done. You like knew there was now or it's never. It's time. Yeah, it's time to get this, like, understanding this is not. I, I felt it. And because of the dreams, I had, like, the same feeling. Something was connected. Because I feel like my dreams give me messages, but I, mm -hmm. I don't understand most of the time what they're saying so mm -hmm. um i understood there was something going on and of course like every morning i'm doing the same thing so yeah yeah, yeah. So. perfect 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 mm -hmm. so thank you so much for allowing i just me can to i say this. something mm -hmm. krista I hi i wanted to say thank you for sharing that and 
yeah, it's very cool doing these workshops on uh, Saturdays or whatever it's today. Yeah, Saturday, mm -hmm. because um, I feel like we connect in a different level now. I think that this is like really important for us because now I like lights went on in my head and now I'm like thinking differently when I set my intention. Like I just processed something without even thinking about it because of her work. So thank you for sharing it because it's being vulnerable and being honest and sharing it such like deep stuff with us. So thank you, Isa and Jessica. No, yeah, thank you, no Krista. Worry. Actually, it's wonderful. Uh, it's, it's wonderful to share because when you share and you talk about it, um, like I had the opportunity to share it with Jessica, you kind of, so, you you set that intention and you read it and you make it a more real, you know, this is so new, like for me, it's so new that a lot of these new understandings, they're very abstract still sometimes. Mm -hmm. So when you are able to talk with someone, it just make it more real. It's not me, my meaning. I'm always thinking, I imagine all these things. Mm -hmm. But when you're talking with someone, oh, a person like, no, no, no. And now you guys are saying like you you understood the message. So it make it even more real. You know, you, you need you. to prove all the doubts. You need to prove all this. So like uh, Krista say to share with other people and communicate it, I uh -huh. think it's key. So thank you, mm -hmm. Jessica. Yeah, yeah, no, thank you. I mean, same thing for me. <laughs> same thing. It, it just cements it, you know. For me, the opportunity to talk about this cements my understanding you know so yeah this is wonderful we're in this together okay great thanks again isa thank you krista um we had talked about kate's manifestation event last time does anybody want to share a manifestation event that they are having trouble with that they really don't know how to identify the limiting belief or where they would like a little more guidance at this point does anybody want to talk in uh, talk about that yeah, I, I want to say um, mm -hmm. that. Oh, hi, Kim. I, hi, hi, dear Jess. I um, so this is Kim, and I I actually have to take the time to sit down and and try to figure it out. But I was feeling really like clear, a lot of clarity about um, knowing that I'm a creator and that you know the choices that I have at any given moment and everything. But all of a sudden, I don't even know where it came from, but I feel like I lost all that. And I can't really pinpoint exactly when it happened, where it happened, why it happened. So that's where I am right now. Like, mm -hmm. it's just mm -hmm. kind of strange when, when it comes and it doesn't really seem that clear. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally, I, I, I've been there myself. Mm. Everything is great. The world, everything's working out perfectly. And then before you know it, something happened and you don't even know what happened exactly well what i've come to understand kim is that it's gradual you see so we think we're in this on this high flying disc you know everything is fine but then the next day we're still feeling good but we're already not so good but we are not paying attention to it because it still feels better than you know it's been you know right. and then you know we observe other things there's little manifestation events right and left that we just choose to ignore because it's so much more fun to yeah no no but things are going well you know and then eventually slowly but surely boom you know right. the intensity of our limiting beliefs is right back up you know it's just mm -hmm. you know it's like it's creeping up on us so mm -hmm. then the manifestation event will happen again probably a recurring one a family one you know or a partner one or a work colleague one so that you can have to look at your doubts again 
Mm. Okay. And then when that, like at this point, Kim, if I, if I were in this situation right now and I'm not really sure what the manifestation event is, I would just write that. Mm. This is my manifestation That's event. I don't feel good. Yeah. I don't feel good. And I don't know why this is my manifestation event. What's going on. In mm. fact, I remember having those and really writing them. Everything was going so nicely. Everything was going so well. And today I'm feeling bleh, depressed mm. and I don't even know why, what is happening? Mm -hmm. emotions okay i feel depressed i feel sad why do i feel depressed i'm not really sure why i feel depressed but i'm kind of feeling hopeless all of a sudden again like i used to what's going on you know and then i feel like bored you know i don't know why 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 am i feeling bored let's write down why am i feeling bored okay bored yeah because really nothing is happening you know and i mean okay and so you continue you continue you continue you attract you write down your thoughts and then you look and say, okay, what is the limiting belief here? The limiting belief, the limiting belief. In my case, I remember, I'm, I'm just not gonna change. I'm just, nothing's ever gonna change. Sure, I'm a good student. I manage to, you know, I managed to find, you know, higher vibrations, you know, for a while, but ultimately, ultimately my life is just not gonna change for the better, no matter what I'm trying, you know? So, you know, of, that's exactly what it kind of feels like that. Yeah, yeah. Been there, done that. We just fall back into victimhood. Right. It's a constant fluctuation, you know. But the good news is, Kim, is that so we're shifting out of victimhood into I am the creator. I am love, you know, that love mood. And then, and then we go back, you know, it's like a crab, you know, like we step into it. Okay, then we take two steps back, we're back in. And then one more, but ultimately we're shifting, we're shifting, we're shifting. That's what I keep saying to myself, but I know I do have to process it. Yeah, I you do, exactly. And mm. that's it, not processing it. Yeah. Real, I mean, if you get at, at that level when you don't even have a manifestation event, you can't even pinpoint it, mm -hmm. it's time, it's time, it's time. Yeah. yeah. It's time to really look at, what do I think? So what do you think? Would you also say that nothing really is ever going to change? Is that what your limiting belief would be? Does that resonate? That does. Yeah, that does resonate. But I know it's not true, but I really do. I, I know it's not true because I felt better than I felt really that I can remember. And you have. So that, it was yeah. obvious. It was evident. Yeah. 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 So I think, you know, I just mm -hmm. need to prove that to myself that I am mm -hmm. making. You know what we're, I think what we're, experiencing as we're consistently shifting from victimhood to love mm -hmm. when we are there and we kind of go back now we're experiencing withdrawal symptoms it feels worse than it did before. yes exactly which is a very very good sign because you see it used to be that this was our norm mm -hmm. And now when we fall back to what used to be our norm, it is really intolerable. Oh my God, it feels so much worse than ever. Exactly. So I think these are withdrawal systems because it feels so good and it's so new and we so wanna be in that stance of being aligned, understanding we're powerful, understanding we're love, understanding that we don't need anybody. We don't need anybody's approval. And it feels fantastic to be there. And then, uh, oh my God, I can't How did that happen? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So that's a very, very good, interesting manifestation. And thanks for pointing that out. I've had those yeah, yeah. often, often. Does anybody else want to share a manifestation event that they've had that they would like, you know, a little more guidance on? I have a question that probably yeah. relates to a manifestation event. Mm -hmm. 
and I was paying close attention when you were saying how sometimes like we'll be on a high flying disc and then we'll start to ignore like little limiting beliefs here and there and then they just start to pile up but and that may be what this is but um I know there are a lot of us in this group around my age that I can tell and um we have a lovely part of life for about 10 to 15 years called perimenopause and it's just such a thrill that I wish I could keep it all, all my whole entire life. Um, but it is riddled with mood swings and like not even predictable mood swings, like uncertainty and just like lostness. And mm-hmm. um, I was feeling this before this boot camp, and I have not had it as much since I started, but I did the last couple of days. And um, I was, um, I was great, um, a couple of days ago and the days preceding. And then yesterday morning I woke up with, you know, definitely what I can tell is this perimenopause again, where I just wake up and I'm like, boom, it's low. My energy's low. My vibe is low. Like everything is low. I've got my workbook right next to me. Like it's next to me when I wake up and I'm just like, and I'm Mm -hmm. like, trying everything in my toolkit to get out of it. And I just couldn't. And I like, Mm -hmm. um, had an urge to like message my doctor and be like, have you figured out what the deal is yet? You know? And I didn't, but like, you know, did you understand you had the urge? Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. I didn't Mm -hmm. act on it, but I'm just like, it's so frustrating. It makes everything seem bigger. Um, not enough of the good things seem bigger it's just Mm -hmm. awful and Mm -hmm. and it's hormonal and I'm torn between like do I try with the bioidentical hormones again or are we like is this a vibrational thing Mm -hmm. and like okay okay Christy wonderful thank you so much for sharing that obviously we can relate so what's the limiting belief um probably that uh my high flying discs are not sustainable or my vibration is not sustainable there's a limiting belief around menopause oh okay we were raised to believe that menopause is bad sucks that's it we're done for as women right that's how we were raised so we've had this belief we've adopted this limiting belief probably in our teens if not earlier and now because we've believed that as menopause hits or is about to hit, sure enough, that belief needs to be evidenced. See, I was talking to um, one of our boot campers, Kara, my dear friend Kara, who is a fantastic uh, nutritionist. And she's obviously dealing with a lot of patients, you know, menopause and everything, you know. And we were talking about that. That was, uh, you know, a few boot camps ago. And I'm like, well, no, menopause, the idea, you know, the symptoms that we feel are the result of our limiting beliefs. We all believe menopause was terrible. Her grandmother, and I'm not, I'm not sure if it was her grandmother or not, but a grandmother in the family was looking at all these women our age, you know, and a little younger saying, well, what's wrong with you? We never had any symptoms never they just stopped having their periods and that was that no mood swings no weight gain no oh my god i'm so depressed i'm so depressed it didn't exist because they didn't have that limiting belief 
So when you say it's hormonal, this is your body reacting to a limiting belief. Your limiting belief is interfering with your physical well-being. That's essentially what's happening because we believe that it sucks to enter menopause, to reach that stage in a woman's life. Because what does it mean? We're pretty much done for. We're pretty much no longer sexually attractive. Uh, we're aging. You know, what is a woman? What is a woman's worth and value if she no longer is beautiful? It's really the only worth and value that is defined in this day and age. For the past 10,000 years, pretty much for as long as it's been patriarchal societies. So that's what we want to deal with. We want to prove to ourselves that menopause, perimenopause. I think our grandmothers never even heard that word. You know, when did that come into play, this word perimenopause? That that is the limiting belief. Menopause is not bad. How do you prove that false? We believe that for probably 40, 50 years, you see? So that's the limiting belief we want to prove false. Nothing else. Not that you don't really have what it takes or mm -mm -mm. the core belief is menopause is bad. That's it. It sucks. Wish that didn't exist. If we could change that condition, wouldn't we do that in a heartbeat? Well, our grandmothers didn't bother, you know, because they had nothing, there was nothing wrong about it. Okay, sure, nobody likes to age. They had that issue as well, but they didn't have these heavy, terrible symptoms that are really, really um, detrimental, you know, to us. So that's what we all want to look at, you know, menopause is bad. I have noticed, by the way, the same thing with teenagers, you know, all your moms out there with teenagers, Isa, I know, uh, Susanna, you know, is, is, falls into that category, you know, you know, when I came here to America, everybody's saying, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it was like the terrible twos, I have no children, so I really don't know anything about it. But what I picked up was like, the terrible twos, and then, oh, she's a teenager. Oh, yeah, no, this is it now. This shit's hitting the fan, essentially, pardon my French, I'm on camera. But so, and I never knew that as a teenager growing up, I never experienced anybody in my environment that had issues or difficulties because they were now being a teenager, not in my age group, but also not in the parents. It was never an issue. Here, everybody's got an issue with their teenagers. That wasn't the case when I was in the 80s, when I was a teenager in Germany. So it's somehow along the way, this limiting belief was adopted that when kids reach that age, that age, then things are gonna get difficult. And it's being evidenced in the teenager's behavior. All of a sudden, they become difficult. I was never difficult as a teenager. My sister was a difficult child, but she was not a difficult teenager, you see? So we're adopting limiting beliefs, and that's all they are. They're limiting beliefs. We have to understand, for some reason, they were adopted. Menopause, yes? Uh, could I say something about that? Yes, that please. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. I. I firmly believe that is true. And as a mom, mm -hmm. one thing that I have never allowed or just never agreed with, really, mm -hmm. when people say to me, like, oh, parenting is so hard. Limited and belief. I never, it, it, it makes me like, when someone says it to me, it like makes me physically react. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's really not. Because parenting to me is loving your children. Mm -hmm. And that is 
very easy, <laughs> you know, very easy. I feel, you know, I agree that there are moments that are challenging, decisions that can be daunting, um, situations mm -hmm. that are not fun, you know, and can leave you very stressed and, um, you know, exhausted physically, emotionally, mentally. Okay. I mean, been through them all. But, yeah. you know, my, I have four and my oldest is about to go to college. And I will never, ever say that anything from the days that I was running around sweating after, you know, like you know, running around toddlers to the big decisions to make now, um, that it's hard. And that is just the perspective. And it that changes everything. That, you don't have that limiting belief. Therefore, that limiting belief cannot be evidenced in your reality. So you see, you are the creator of your reality. The children that surround you are your creations. That how they behave is that is really your creation. You're in essentially you're in allowing them to be freer. Just like we, yes, Lori. Yeah, and I and people will say it, and it's a very common thing, you know, even with like the menopause. People, there's company and misery, you know, misery loves company. So people, we generally like to say we're going through something like, oh, but you understand, right? This was difficult for you too. Oh, how, yeah, did you, we're all how did you deal with it? Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like that, you know, I don't know. I've always felt very strongly about the parenting is hard. So whenever people say to me, I don't argue with it. I just say, for me, I don't look at it like that. That's and wonderful. if they, you know, because I won't, I know that if I start letting myself think that mm -hmm. it's going to change and I find all the stuff that's tough, you know, in the end, it's, mm -hmm. it's all, there's a fun to it, you know? Yeah. It can be very messy for sure, it but it, there's, oh, I'm sure, yes, there's but a lot of fun to it, but it is that perspective and yes. speaking those words to yourself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, and I would say it's more than a perspective. It's a belief. You have a beneficial belief. The others have a limiting belief. That's all it is. You see? Yes. And those beliefs have to be evidenced. It is law. So, yeah. So excellent. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, just yes, Isabel. I just want to say that um, related to the menopause, that mm -hmm. so funny that um, I think maybe in the last five years, you know, like because we look more mature and everything. And like uh, Laurie said, that people try to talk to you about, oh, so how bad it is. I didn't know menopause was bad for people. Good for you. And yeah, so I never had that belief. So I was like, they asked me, how you feeling all this like, why like I have mm -hmm. no idea to say that every woman goes through like wow so I'm you know that's, I didn't that's know. it that's so, the proof yeah. you so did it's, not it's, adopt that belief. so it, it's basically a perspective belief yes and because you believe in then it happens exactly it's and so your body has to reflect yeah. that yeah. it's not just oh well I have no control over my my hormones yes you do in fact mm -hmm. you're messing your hormones up by interfering, you're interfering. This limiting belief interferes with your well-being. If you didn't have that limiting belief, your body would continue feeling perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. That's it. That it's possible too that people just didn't talk about these things before. I'm sorry, who? I'm not hearing. Yeah. Could you speak up a little bit? Oh yes. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Kim, is this you again? Yes. Okay. Hi, Kim. Yeah. Thanks. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you can see me and hear me. I can't see you, but um, let me make sure I hear you. Yes. Okay. 
I was just going to, can you hear me? Yes, perfect. Thanks. Say that. Is it possible that some of it has to do with people just not being open and expressing, you know, people used to not talk about these things also, you know? Well, I, our grandmothers, it'd be interesting to do a little experiment, you know? Like, yeah, how much? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, they didn't talk about it, um, but maybe they didn't need to talk about it. You see, right. I mean, who knows? You see, we weren't there. Also, they had different issues to deal with, you know, especially right. when I think of, you know, my grandparents, you know, war, World War II in Europe, you know, I mean, they literally had different survival issues survival. to deal with. So that probably wasn't, you know, if, yeah, exactly, exactly. But then again, Kara's grandmother or her friend's grandmother. Um, oh, she actually said that she never. She said, said that. Yeah. What is wrong with you women? You know, we never had that issue. So, I mean, that'd be an interesting research project, wouldn't it? Yeah. I've slowly been doing that on my own because I am uh -huh. a research fanatic. So I've been asking around um, and I'm also, I'm a psychotherapist. So I talk to people about their feelings and about their time and place all the time. And um, my mom is somebody that never did anything about it and just kind of like went through the entire transition. Um mm -hmm you know, without feeling like anything should be done differently. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm I've, too, also, by the way. Mm -hmm. I've also uh, reminded her how much we fought when she was going through the pinnacle of that transition mm -hmm. because she was unbearable. So <laughs> like, I don't- but That was your manifestation event. You see, it was not her perception. Oh that no, she true. she knew that she was ornery. She she admitted she was ornery. I just reminded and her. Did she, she know like, that yeah, she that was, was in that mood because of the hormonal changes in her body? Nope. She just had a couple of years where I just uh thought we were better off not talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the so best. I have a question. Mm -hmm. Doesn't does that mean that what you uh Christy, is that your name? Christy, is Christy just reaffirming her limiting belief right now mm -hmm. by saying that? Yes, yes, that's because what she's I see. So science, science is uh, is I asked this question to Joshua the other day or yesterday. Science creates a lot of limiting beliefs. Even though I want to go back to school and get my master's and stuff, I'm kind of like, I don't know, because that's just a bunch of limiting beliefs that are being like studied by people. And do I really want to be taught a bunch of limiting beliefs? Because I don't want to limit myself. And I'm going to be, um, I'm 39. So my sister is 55. She's going through menopause right now. Mm -hmm. We're kind of later in life. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to start looking for evidence that there's no like evidence, evidence for me that menopause doesn't have any negative effects. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to write it all out and I'm going to process it because mm -hmm. then just, just, I won't have yeah. that feeling one day right? Yes, but careful here now. This is you mm -hmm. acting on an urge. You want to urge avoid, you, okay. which means, which is beautiful because you've already adopted that belief. See, there's really no way in, in, in the society that we grew up in with all the beautiful models, the youth, you know, obsession, you know, of that slim, long physical body. There's no way we could not have adopted this limiting belief. So it's there. Um, you know, Kara uh, and I were talking about she, she being the nutritionist, you know, she's like, she prepared herself for these years, years prior, you know, she would get all these natural ingredients, supplements. I'm like, you just avoided, you were trying to avoid, you know, something you absolutely believe is going to happen. 
And so let's see if we can prove it false. We each have to do it for ourselves. You see, we're very much, we very much adopted this limiting belief, you know, that it's- so Jessica, sorry to interrupt. So I can process it, but as long as I'm not doing it as an urge to change the condition, just to for yeah, curiosity yeah. and interest when I'm inspired. For the sake of freedom. That's for the sake it. of freedom rather of than trying to control my condition exactly. of my future. Exactly. Okay. Okay, thanks. I see what wonderful. All right, you guys, it is 1056. So um, we have to cut this off right now. Otherwise, um, Zoom will cut us off. But um, this has been really fun. I love where this um, actually went. And I think it's a wonderful idea to just share our manifestation events. So, you know, feel free to send some to me. And if you'd like of, to share them with others, I can do a screen share next time. And, um, you know, we can see where, where it takes us. If you have any questions, always reach out to me, okay? Um, I'm always here for you in terms of those uh, limiting beliefs and manifestation events. So thanks everyone for sharing. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you. Thanks, Thank you, Jessica. You guys. Thank, Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, everyone. Thank, Thank you. you. Take good care. Okay. Bye-bye. Have a great Bye. weekend. Bye.